0: Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. If you don't know me, I'm Matt Baumwart. I own Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California, and I've been coaching for 16 years. I created this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to make fitness education accessible and engaging and effective for everyone. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Armand on the podcast. Armand's been a member with us since 2019, I want to say.
1: Yeah, 2019, probably closer to 2020. 2020, like yeah. end of 2019. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so pushing so. four years. Yeah.
0: Okay, awesome. So very excited to have him on today. We're going to be talking about his fitness journey. He has a lot going on. It's very exciting. He has a cool life, um, and it's going to be really fun to talk to you. Yeah, well, thanks for
1: having me on. I appreciate it. Nailed
0: it. Let's rock and roll. Let's uh, do it. So let's just start with the basics. So what sparked your initial interest in CrossFit in the first place?
1: So I think what really sparked my interest in CrossFit was probably the the competitiveness of it. I feel like growing up, I've always been competitive in football, soccer, um, just sports in general. Um, I've never really worked out in a group-type setting prior okay. to... Um, Orange 3. So I actually started Orange 3 first. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. that was the first thing I started. And my friends kind of like egged me on to come to a class. And I was like, all right, let me try it out. So I did that. And they have like, I don't know if you've ever been to an Orange 3 class, but they have like a leaderboard. And they have like little um, benchmarks that you can hit like throughout your class journeys. Mm -hmm. So that kind of like brought out the competitiveness in me. Nice. Yeah. So I love that. And then eventually during the pandemic, um, they closed all the gyms down. Mm-hmm. So they had like this online, you know, do it yourself kind of workout they would post. And then, you know, I, I'm not like, I, I typically do work out. If I do work out, it would be by myself at a gym in a gym setting. But when they have those like little like training classes online, it just kind of, I lost all interest in doing oh, that. Okay. So, that's kind of what led me to find Red Wolf was, Mm -hmm. I just honestly, I I searched like a gym that was potentially like gyms in Huntington Beach, and you guys popped up like, I think number one or number two. So... I decided to go online. I think I put in like uh, my information online and mm-hmm. then you called me or it was maybe Caitlin that called me mm-hmm. and then told me that you guys were open. And I was like, perfect. I need, I need somewhere to work out. I need to de-stress somewhere, mm-hmm. get it all out just because I've been like stuck in the house for so long. And my first class, I remember I almost threw up. But
0: I you killed I, it.
1: I remember that you came in and you just absolutely destroyed it. Well, thank you. I <laughs> didn't feel like I did, but it was, it was stressful because uh, going into it, you know, there's always that like little stigma of like CrossFit, like how hard it's going to be and, mm-hmm. you know, how met, like tough it is. And, it, you know, it's a bunch of weights being thrown around and you don't really know what the movements are. Right. But it was not like that. When I went to Red Bull for the first time, it was very inviting. I remember you came up and you shook my hand or you hugged me, one of those things. And I was I like... I probably did both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. So I felt super welcomed. Caitlin, I remember Caitlin was coaching and, you know, she was like, you can try... I was like, I remember the workout like to a T. It was... Handstand push-ups, snatches, I believe, and I think a run. It was probably a run or something like that in there. And I remember, like, she was like, "Just do whatever you can. Just try it out. Um, don't you don't feel like you need to be like obviously the best at anything, but just just go for it. Just see what you can do. And then I'll work with you to see like where right. you're at and how we can improve on those skills. So that's kind of what led me there. And then as soon as I did that first workout. I remember she was like, cause I had, I remember you guys did like a two day trial thing where you could try two classes Mm -hmm. and I was like, after that one, I was hooked. I was like, I want to sign up. And she's like, why don't you just wait till tomorrow? And then you let me know for sure how you feel. (laughs) We weren't the best salespeople back (laughs) then. (laughs) But you know what? It was actually, it was actually really good because it felt like not the pressure to join Mm -hmm. a gym. But as well as you can just, you know, like, feel free. If you want to come back, come back. If not, like, I totally understand, like, no hard feelings type thing. So, obviously, I was the fire in me, I was like, oh, I got to come back. So, yeah. I think the second workout was, like, double unders and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. What are all these movements? And Dude, then, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, how do these people know how to do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, do they know what they're doing, you know? And I was like, it kind of look like. It was really impressive. I literally thought they were like, you know, like gymnastic stuff. You know. Wow. So it was cool. But then that also like led me to like that that competitiveness I was mm-hmm. telling you about. I was like, I got to learn this stuff. I got to learn it. Yeah, I could tell that you got into it really quickly. Yep. Yeah. I, I distinctly
0: remember when you joined, and I remember watching you and be like, man, this guy is like killing it and he's gonna do really well with us like and you fit right in which is great i appreciate that yeah Yeah, it it, was
1: it was good for me it was like it drove that fire me to start working out again because like i said the orange theory thing was great however i felt like i plateaued at one time i was like okay we're doing a lot of running we're doing a lot of like rowing which mm -hmm. is cool it's great right but you have to like implement i knew in the back of my mind you need to implement some weight stuff yes and you can only like you can only take your athletic level to a certain point mm-hmm. until you need to start implementing weights. Yes. So weight training, they didn't really hone in a lot of weight training. It was mm-hmm. more of like a maintenance type thing okay. where they would just throw it in, which is great for some people, especially like yeah. an inter, 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 introductory workout setting into a group class. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But for athletes that want to improve i feel like you know you need to take that next step and that's where i felt like crossfit for me was that next step
0: no absolutely and i 100 percent agree like i actually like orange theory a lot because we've had a ton of people just like yourself come from orange theory and they've said the exact same thing they're like it was great to get me started Mm -hmm. but now i want something more because i've kind of plateaued Mm -hmm. and so that's what makes it a great program though it does it does open up to a wider audience. And then from that audience, then that kind of
1: almost feeds us people because they're looking for something else. I, w- I was gonna say that exactly. It funnels in the 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 people that want the more, they want to have that drive mm-hmm. to um, kick that next step in their uh, journey, in their work, in their Journey in and of itself. So yeah, I I think it's great. Like I said, for inter- introductory introductory people, but um, it, getting yourself into that group setting and then moving on from there is probably going to be CrossFit, which is it's very similar. It is very it, similar, it, but it they CrossFit focuses on a lot of weights. Yeah, um, not all weights, but you're throwing in. You're not exhausting yourself just trying to run the whole time. Exactly. Either. Yeah, and I think what's really attractive is the workouts are not that long.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You get a lot done in a very short amount of time and you can move on with your day. Exactly. Awesome. I love it, Armand. Let's move on to our next question. So I know um, a lot of people don't know how many businesses you own and that you're actually a very extremely successful entrepreneur, which I think is really cool because I love chatting business with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell us a little bit about how you balance business,
1: life, and fitness. So I think for me, a staple in my life is it's not business as you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually working out. So oh, okay. it's actually like getting myself to sweat, like however I do it, whether it be CrossFit, a gym, whatever, like maybe running outside. But that that uh, mindset of actually being able to uh, be disciplined to do that every single day, I think allows you to have success in other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're disciplined, as long as you can do one thing and have that one thing that's a staple to you, then every other part of your life will almost fall into place. Yeah. So working hard at the gym allows me to work hard at my businesses or mm. in my personal life. So that success factor is is just, it's it's based on a driving Driving factor of wanting to have more in the gym, as well as being able, like it's like that competitiveness. It comes back to that is just wanting to compete and uh, also be able to, um, ha- like, be able to communicate with others, like in, mm. in all aspects. So being that at the gym or at home, it it helps me there. So I think like having that staple working out is a big driving factor for me yeah that's awesome it kind of
0: sounds like that you know if you take care of your fitness first it kind of just pours over to the rest of your life yeah 100
1: percent. and you hear that. i think you hear that cliche a lot it is it's for a reason right exactly yeah (laughs) and it it doesn't really if you do it every day you don't really like think about it all too often like even you just bring it up now it kind of like oh wow yeah it kind of does but Mm -hmm. it it makes me like you have to like kind of think about it and like what is it that i do every single day it, it's obviously work, but mm-hmm. sometimes for people work is just monotonous, you yeah. know, but having a business, you need to be on your feet and you need to be mentally prepared every single day going in. It's like a battle essentially oh yeah 100 so you know as a business owner it, oh yeah there's always those trials and tribulations that mm-hmm. either you can succeed from those or you know sometimes it'll kick you uh kick you down but it's just a matter of like how you get back up and how you keep going and that i feel like that's what happens with me in every single workout because i feel <laughs> defeated you know that's that's extreme that's a great point um would you mind telling
0: us a little bit about some of the businesses you own and what you do for a
1: living so yeah i actually we i started a health insurance agency when i was about 20 20, I think 21, 22 years old. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. We had, uh, so what I started out in insurance when I was about 18. So, okay. So you had some history. Yeah. So I was doing property and casualty, meaning like home auto life and health Mm -hmm. or not like really life and health, but home auto and business insurance. Mm -hmm. So, um, before that I was doing retail stuff. I was working at Walmart for a long time. And then, um, afterwards, um, one of my friends was working for his parents agency in, um, at his family brokerage. So he was doing that, but he was, all, he was just doing customer service. So okay. he was helping out his family at that time. And then eventually he got licensed and then he started selling insurance and was like, hey, you're great at talking to people. I feel like you'd be good at this too. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job. I got my license and then I started selling insurance. And at one point I was like, I am actually really good at this. (laughs) I'm good at talking to people. So that's all it really took was just chatting on the phone. So after that, like we were like, Hey, we could probably do this thing like ourselves. Mm. And his brother at the time was actually doing health insurance and was like, Hey, I'm going to start my own brokerage or I'll let you know how how it goes. And if it goes well, kind of show you guys the ropes and have you guys downline under us, meaning like anything that you guys write, I'll take a little piece, but you guys get most of the success, mm-hmm. and you can have you can pay your own way in the insurance world. So that's like, awesome. Yeah, we're like, let's do it. So I feel like at that time we we're a little too young to almost start a business because mm-hmm. we did actually really well. Um, our first year we were crushing, mm-hmm. um, like absolutely crushing it, and we grew really quick. However, we don't know at that point when you're that young how to manage money. Yeah, so that's a good point. So, we made all that money, but but we also spent. <laughs> we spent it all. Yeah, we spent it all. And, you know, starting a, friend, a business with your friend is all, number one very hard, but mm-hmm. number two, you're going to go you're going to get to those low points in your business and your life that you feel like wow, like it's it's a struggle because oh, yeah. communication is everything when you're starting a business with someone mm-hmm. as well as maintaining that business and mm-hmm. when you have employees you don't like you don't really know how to talk to them because you're new, everything is new mm-hmm. everything is new for you, especially if it's your first business so um it was going well, and then it didn't um eventually, like you know we had to close up shop and then mm-hmm. we kind of started from ground ground zero okay uh, we did it again, and I actually partnered with his brother. And we were really successful and now that's what I do now. So we, oh, okay. yeah, we have a health insurance business and we do, you know, just individual health insurance, meaning for like uh, families as well as just not like not in a group setting. So mm-hmm. not for people that have like group insurance. Okay. So, um, I also own a tattoo shop. Yes. Th- this is what I wanted to yeah, hear too. Like yeah. a lot of people don't know this. So uh, yeah, what's so the name was, of your tattoo shop? Uh, my name, the name of the tattoo shop is South County Tattoo. It's in the hills. There you go, everybody. Yeah. So that I was able to, I it got a really great opportunity. My friend was working at Huntington beach here at Huntington beach tattoo. And then we, one night were like, let's open up our own shop. So we did that. Like it, a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to open up a shop is there's a lot of permits that you have to get. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to get a landlord approval, which is not necessarily the easiest. Mm -hmm. Um, Most people just don't want a tattoo shop in their building, Mm -hmm. which I couldn't understand why for the longest time. And I still actually don't. But (laughs) it's because tattoos have such a stigma Mm -hmm. that come along with it. Um, You think like, biker dudes yeah. you think uh drugs and blah 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 and mm-hmm. it's obviously that's not no. the case um there's very very successful people obviously with tattoos mm. but yeah so it was, i was able to start the shop in 2018 and it's 2023 now so it's been like five years or so oh, and that's really cool we expanded in 2021 which is great and here we are so it's been good like luckily knock on wood mm-hmm. uh, it's been successful and um, able to, you know, able to do the finances there as well as, you know, have the insurance business as well. And it, it's been great for me. So, dude, that's great. Yeah. That's such a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, a lot of, of people course. don't know that about you. Yeah, so. of course. Um,
0: there you go. If you need some tattoos, talk to Armand. He's got some sweet tattoos. Yeah. Come by the shop. We're yeah. always open. Yeah. FYI, Caitlin, that's where she got her tattoos. So <laughs>
1: um,
0: next question. So what uh, let's kind of pivot back to the gym. So what keeps you coming back to Red Wolf? So we kind of went over your origin. Mm-hmm. What keeps you coming back?
1: What keeps me coming back honestly like people ask me why do you go to the gym at 12 it's realistically like the the core group of people that come to the afternoon Mm. class and honestly any other class but they're now my really good friends yeah i've made really good friends at the at the noon class and we continue to hang out outside the gym. We take trips together. Um, You know, they met my now wife. Mm -hmm. Like I met her through the gym. Oh yeah, that's true. I did. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's honestly been such a great experience. And what keeps, keeps me coming back specifically is the people. Um, I, I know people think that like, I mean, I know that CrossFit has like kind of the stigma that comes along with it, being that it's very difficult. It's going to be, you know, very challenging. And it is, it, it, it for sure is, but mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be like that. People make you feel very comfortable in there. And there's not like, even if you scale every single workout, if you don't even do a part of the workout, no one's going to make you feel like crap for not doing it. Yes. 100%. People do bag on you a little bit if you are a, 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 an elite, not an elite athlete, but also a, an athlete that they know that you can do those mm-hmm. movements. Which is also a great thing for not only me but for people that need that push mm-hmm. that you have those people around you that you that they can look to to not They don't sometimes you don't know that you need that, that you need that push. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like like it's a very friendly, like, hey, we're here to push each
0: other outside of our comfort zones. Exactly. We know what you're capable of. Exactly. Don't hold yourself back. Exactly. Yeah, it's a very friendly push. (laughs) And
1: it's like, oh, you see someone doing like let's say RX plus or RX or like doing those movements that you know you want to do and you can do, but Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily feel like doing it that Mm way and sometimes you're like all right i'll just put the weight on or uh, yeah i'll just do those movements. i've done that so many times where like you've
0: done like muscle ups I'm like, i don't want to do muscle ups today, but armand's doing it so i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah, it and then exactly. I do, i'm like i'm really glad uh, i was chasing armand yeah, <laughs> oh it was that one time remember we were doing the run mm-hmm. and uh you were like right behind me oh and I'm yeah like, I was i'm like i know i'm like i know armand's a good I'm runner like and ten
1: steps behind him i'm gonna catch him right uh, now yeah. that was so much fun yeah that yeah. was a great battle that's that's really what keeps me coming back is the people and i know i i know I know you know that I took a, like about a year off from mm-hmm. CrossFit, and the only reason why I did that was I was like, okay, well, I could like likely do this in a gym setting on my own. Mm-hmm. That was that didn't work at all. Like I went to like a uh, commercial gym and just you know did. I ran, I'd lifted some weights and it was just not the same experience at all. What made it so difficult? It was number one, working working out by myself, but I feel like everyone needs a coach, Mm. whether it be a coach in business, a life coach, somebody that's like telling you that you can do what you think that you can't do Mm. and And pushing you. That's really good. It pushing you to get to that next next level, not necessarily where you want it, because everyone I feel like has a goal in, Mm -hmm. in fitness and whether that be like losing weight, gaining muscle, um, I want to increase my stamina. Whatever that goal may be, I, it, I feel like it's very hard to get there without a coach. Yeah. So it's I 100% definitely the agree. coaching that brought me back. Um, the people um, and how like inviting it was for me to just come back, and everyone was so welcoming. I was like, it was oh, great to have you back. by yeah, the Yeah. Thank you. It I appreciate like, that. Yeah. It's really. I love it. I love it. And now you know I'm here like five days a week, six Dude, days you're a here week, all the time. Yeah. So I and I typically. I even if I do miss a day, I know it's going to be one of those crazy cardio days. So. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm back consistently and I love it. Yeah, yeah. you, you are there all the time. You yeah. do a great job. It's it's always fun to have you at the yeah, end of the class. Yeah, honestly, I feel like uh, not only for my maintenance in terms of my mental health, it's more, you know, like uh, keeping the fat off and and it inspires me to not only eat better, but it, I still have those mental like goals that I want to achieve. Mm. And I know by just consistency is like that's how i'm gonna get there that's awesome yeah so and I, and I love it that's why i keep coming back so awesome well tell us a little bit about like what goals you have um i would say the main goal for me is just like because i had these i had board shorts that used to fit me at one point and i was mm-hmm. like dude <laughs> after like a year taking off i was like dude i gotta get back i gotta get oh, back oh yeah gotta get back it was fitting in those board shorts and actually recently when i put them on it, it fit so it felt good and and i know like just being in a gym setting for so long that it's not necessarily just the weight they need to lose. It's also gaining muscle that Mm -hmm. eventually, like, you would lose that weight by just gaining that muscle, too. Oh, yeah. Great point. Yeah, you're shedding the fat just by implementing the weights and, you know, uh, gaining muscle. Eventually, like, you're burning fat. So, it was, for me, a fat loss goal. Okay. Um, I did hit that, but it's not going to be because it's not going to be enough for me because I've always gotten to a point where mentally I've hit these goals and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't need to like work out that often anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I could just, if I just go like one or two times a week, I just maintain and mm-hmm. eat good, which is true mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Yeah. However, like for me, it's not enough. I yeah. got I got to push past that point where it's that barrier mentally that you have, mm-hmm. that you can. And if I just keep doing what I'm doing, eventually like it's going to happen. But also eating right is a big part of it. So I try to focus on that. And obviously I'm not perfect. So we have those weekends where we, you know, we binge and have like we eat pizza or in and out, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But it's more of a consistency thing for me. So right. as long as I'm consistent with it, eventually I'm gonna hit those goals whenever it is. Yeah. But I don't have a timeline. So I think for me, like the biggest thing was like always having a timeline to hit these goals. And if right. I do I can back off mm-hmm. now that I don't, it's just a consistent, consistent thing for me. So just to keep coming back.
0: Yeah. And that's a great th- point. I think a lot of times people do set goals and then once they get there, sometimes the goal is actually too low for them. Mm-hmm. And then they, they take their gas, they, they take they their foot off the gas exactly. pedal. And then it's when you play the long <clears throat> game, it's like, well, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. So I might as well just keep going and it, go and do as much as I can.
1: And I think that's the biggest thing too, is uh, I feel like people like ha- they come into the gym, they have a goal, Either they don't hit it and they get really upset about it or they get bummed. And it's not not anything that like anyone else is doing. It's really what they're doing inside Mm -hmm. the gym and outside the gym. Right. But also having that goal and hitting it and then just backing off of it. Mm -hmm. And without like, like you said, keeping the foot on the gas, like you need to keep doing that throughout your life. And if you implement fitness as a part of your life, then everything else will like just fall into place however it comes. But just keeping that staple inside your life of just maintaining a workout three times, four times a week yeah. is very important. That's
0: awesome. That's extremely well said. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for yeah. that. Um, next question. So how has CrossFit... We kind of already touched on this a little bit, but I kind of want to go deeper into it. So how has CrossFit influenced other areas of your life?
1: So I think like just like I said, like having that um, that routine of just coming to the gym every day, um, it's I, it's it impacted... In, uh, it, in, it's uh, It's given me a better outlook on different areas of my life in the sense of like okay well I can do this every day I can also do other things that I want to do every single day and hit those goals whether it be like I said in business or in my personal life it it just gives me like a staple to come to and knowing that I can do it I can also do any other anything out of it mm-hmm. so as long as I like just keep pushing every single day. Like keeping that consistency there will allow me to succeed in any other area. No, if I wanted to start another business, or you know, if I wanted to be closer with my family, as long as I just keep that consistency there, mm-hmm. whether it be reaching out or you know wanting to do this, but oh, I don't know how to you know speak Spanish, or I want to start learning. As long as I do it every day, like eventually it's going to come. Yeah, know? no, that's a great point.
0: So yeah, it's funny that like yeah, just people underestimate how much just a little like just a little bit every day goes a long way exactly effort yeah effort is really it awesome last question before we start to wrap things Mm -hmm. up is what would you tell someone who's hesitant to try crossfit for the first time try it i like that you just gotta try it
1: and like i said there is a stigma and it sucks because like it's not it is hard i can't say it's not hard but Mm -hmm. you don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing yeah you can do your like not your own thing follow the programming you know uh, follow the recipe or prescription that they're prescribing you and eventually like you're gonna get there mm-hmm. i didn't know how to do double unders coming in the gym but i practiced mm-hmm. yeah. every single day until like i was able to string together five six mm-hmm. and then again to 10 and then 10 to 20 10 to 40 to 50 and are they perfect no but you still work on them like all the time. Could I do muscle ups? No. Handstand walks. No. Th- that was the biggest thing for me was like just being able to like do one of those movements one time, and then you can work on that. So mm-hmm. don't don't be afraid to try it. I feel like I've been trying to get my wife to try it for so long. <laughs> she has no interest in it. Yeah, at all. Cause she, is in the back of her mind, she's like, "Oh, you guys, are, those weights and whatever you guys are doing is crazy." And I'm mm-hmm. like,
0: "It's not that bad. It's actually not. It's yeah. not. It's one thing to see it on like the social media and the YouTube and everything, mm-hmm. and then when, but once you actually step into a gym and you see the levels that we're all at, mm-hmm. you know, the majority of people are just your everyday people, yep. just looking to get fitter, mm-hmm. gain muscle, lose
1: fat, feel better, and then increase their longevity. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, when I saw that documentary before, I actually saw uh, started doing CrossFit was that the world's fittest uh, people oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. documentary. Mm-hmm. It's like the CrossFit Games, and I was like, "Geez, what are these guys doing?" <laughs> and that looks really interesting for me, mm-hmm. but for most people, that's really off-putting. I feel like, but like you're like, "Wow, these guys are really fit." Like that's mm-hmm. what that, it takes a lot to do that stuff. Yeah. However, like just being like knowing that you can do. Like maybe a, like a third of the movements. Mm-hmm. Even if you could do like uh, 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 just air squats, like for example. Like we'll get you to that point where you can start squatting with a, a bar. And then yes. squatting with, you know, uh, 100 pounds eventually. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start slow. But eventually you can get to that point where you want to be with consistency.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that we all started zero. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we all did. Like there was a point where like I did not work out at all. Mm-hmm. I started at zero. I mean, there was a point where you
1: didn't work out and yeah. no, no one comes out of the womb. Just like I'm already fit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. That's with anything really. Cause I mean, you just got to start like with not like, you just got to have the, uh, the, uh, like the want to learn. And mm-hmm. there's, you can eventually with time, it's going to take time. There's people that have been doing this for, you know, eight years and they still can't do some of the movements, but yeah. that's okay. And realistically, however they're going to get their fitness in is, that's that's okay uh but also the coaches are there to help you scale any workout meaning like just do an adjustment of the workout you don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing and just enjoy like just come enjoy the people because realistically every crossfit i've been to there hasn't been like really a cold person in that gym Mm. meaning like they're very welcoming they want you to come enjoy their their uh their fitness class or like their area, they're, they're, just, they're welcoming everywhere you go. They say it's a cult and I think it is, but it's, it's a good one. At that. <laughs> it is a good one. Yeah. It
0: it's one that makes you better. Yeah, for sure. It spreads the love. For All sure. right, Armand. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts before you want to wrap things up? No,
1: I would say if you have any hesitancy coming to a CrossFit Gym, just come. It's fun. I love You'll it. You'll like it. Great point. I yeah. love it.
0: Thank you so much for
1: coming yeah, on, Armand. It was it great having you. Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Don't forget to follow us on social media at CrossFit. Shoot us your DM, uh, sorry, DM us or shoot us your questions there. We'd love to get more topics for podcasts. And until next time, good luck. Have fun. Nailed it.